Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. Oftentimes here on the podcast, we get into some real heavy subjects and very deep type of discussions. And then there's other times when you just have to shake your head and say, you know, you can't make this stuff up. And today we're going to cover one of those things. Many of you have probably seen the video of the opening prayer to our 117th Congress. And if you haven't, you know, uh, John uh, Brown of the Daily Wire wrote an article on uh, January 3rd about this. And he said, Representative Emmanuel Cleaver, Democrat of Missouri, who is an ordained United Methodist minister, opened the first session of the 117th Congress on Sunday by praying in the name of a Hindu God and twisting the word Amen into a commentary on gender. <laughs> so, so first of all, why does Congress pray each day? I mean, many believe that there's a separation of church and state, and and why would they do this? And they do. They do uh, pray every day, in fact, uh, to open each uh, session. And, uh, and they do this because the separation of church and state is, is the state from the church, not the church from the state. And so uh, we, we see the, these prayers happen because Congress has determined that this is a, uh, something worthy of its time, that the call on, on a powerful God to help them with these uh, weighty issues and this type of thing is something that, that they need to have happen. And they're not everyone in Congress is a Christian by far, and, and, you know, if you decide that you don't want to pray, you can obviously take a moment of silence or whatever during that time. But this is, this is what Congress has done from the beginning. And uh, the article goes on to say that, um, that Representative Cleaver said this, quote, Eternal God, noiselessly we bow before your throne of grace as we leave behind the politically and socially clamorous year of 2020, began Cleaver who served as the pastor of St. James United Methodist Church in Kansas City, Missouri from 1972 to 2009. Now, let's stop here for a second. <laughs> we have to understand that when he says eternal God, he's not praying to Jesus Christ. He's actually praying to a Hindu God called Brahma. And it's not Obama or anything like that, it's Brahma. And, he's, and, and he says this later on in his prayer of who he's talking to. Now, many of you don't know who Brahma is. Brahma is, as I said before, a, a Hindu god. Uh, Brahma is a four-faced Hindu deity who was born from a golden egg, it is said, and created the earth and all the things in it. Now, he was later believed to have come out of a lotus that emerged from the navel of Vishnu, another Hindu deity. Uh, so this is this is who he's praying to. He's not praying to, to God as far as Jesus or Christ. He's praying to this Hindu Brahma. Um, and so um, so we it's it's kind of interesting that he uses the throne of grace in here. So what is the throne of grace, and why are we noiselessly bowing down to it? I mean, <laughs> grace itself is basically defined as getting something we don't deserve. It's mercy uh, given in, in grace to us. We, we, uh, we have sinned and we have separated ourselves and made ourselves imperfect. And God makes us perfect by forgiving those sins, making that way. 
And, and that way we can be reunited with a perfect entity. We, how can an imperfect one have anything to do with a perfect one if it wasn't for grace and mercy? And what does that have to do with Brahma? <laughs> so, um, and, 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 and here's the other question. Why, do, why are we doing it noiselessly? <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, is, is, he, is he really, uh, does he have a headache? Is, is it something that, you know, if we make a sound that he's going to get mad? Or I, I, I don't understand the noiselessly part of it. But anyway, let's continue. He says, quote, we gather now in this consequential chamber to inaugurate another chapter in our roller coaster representative government. The members of this august body knowledge your sacred acknowledge your sacred supremacy and therefore confess that without your favor and forbearance we enter this new year relying dangerously on our own fallible nature he continues now okay let's stop again <laughs> okay why would all the members of the house of representatives acknowledge brahma's sacred supremacy I mean, Brahma doesn't have any sacred supremacy. He's not a living God. He's a created one. He has four heads and four arms. Uh, he, he doesn't have any kind of sacred supremacy. Why would all the members have to do this? And two, why, why would they all have ha, ha, be in need of Brahma's favor or forbearance? I mean, they're, they're, he's, he's not the saint of safe travels or something. He just, even according to the you know, Hindu religion, that he, he just he came out of this flower, out of the navel of you know, Vishnu and, and created everything. He, it's, we, we don't need favor or forbearance for anything, right? Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. If, if you hear the video... And how he, he, he preaches here. This type of preaching and this type of prayer in, in particular is actually not biblical. Um, you know, the Bible actually talks against people that, that pray for, for the attention of man. The Bible actually says they actually get what they're desiring. They they don't get God's attention, but they do get people's attention. So those that would stand on the street corner and just, you know, do all this stuff, that, 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 trying to get all this attention is and, and pray in this in, in wonderful. I mean, not not to say that there that you can't pray with with words that are elegant or whatever. I'm not. That's not what we're saying here. But uh, but when you your, it's your ten, intentions of the prayer, and what is your intentions? Is it to get God's attention? Or somebody else's. Oh, let's let's continue. Cleaver went on to ask divine uh, assistance during what he described as a quote a moment when they believe that the bright light of democracy is beginning to dim, imploring God to empower the 117th Congress to maintain liberty for future generations, and he also asked God to maintain His presence even during times of quote heightened disagreement. Okay, let's stop again. <laughs> Many believe that the bright light of democracy is beginning to dim because 
of the drive towards socialism that his own party is espousing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the dem- democracy isn't something the Democratic Party is in favor of. If it, it is in favor of socialism, it is in favor of Marxism. It, it it's, it's not in in favor of of independent thought. I mean, it's 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 in favor of. Uh, of you just simply trying to get whatever you can from the government and what is handed down to you. I mean, that's that's not democracy. And, and so that's why many believe that the bright light of democracy is dimming is because of his own party. But anyway, I digress. All right, let's <laughs> let's look at here here. In he's asking here that that Brahma who <laughs> the in Hinduism Brahma sits on a lotus in the lotus position and moves around on a white swan, possessing the magical ability to separate milk from a mixture of water and milk. Okay, so so here, when Representative Cleaver asks for God to maintain his presence, he's asking for Brahma to float around Congress on a white swan with a flower saddle making dehydrated milk. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You know, and it's probably good though. It's it's probably good that he's praying this. Because <laughs> because as he said earlier, he, he we we rely dangerously on our own fallible nature. Well, you know, you it, it would be it would be difficult to pull off making dehydrated milk on the back of a white swan sitting on a flower saddle, it, 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 it would be hard without to do that in the chamber of Congress and if it wasn't for Brahma, right? So it's probably good that he's, that he's doing this, that he's praying for this. Now, quoting, <laughs> all joking aside, quoting the benediction from Numbers 6, 24 through 26, Cleaver closes, with, quote, now may the God who created the world and everything in it bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious upon us. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance on us and give us peace, peace in our families, peace across this land. And dare I ask, O Lord, peace even in this chamber now and forevermore. Wait, wait, what? Now he wants to quote scripture? Why are we quoting scripture from the Old Testament of the Bible when we're praying to Brahma? Uh, yeah, anyway, through his prayer, um, it, it, it was repeat with explicitly Christian themes, uh, terminology, and references. Uh, Cleaver closed it by appealing to the deities of quote, many different faiths, implying they are all the same. He said, quote, we ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths, said Cleaver. Okay, so this is a universalist theology. Uh, universalism uh, believes that that, God, that there is one God, but there's all these many different spokes to get to him. So he's the center, he's the hub, and then there's all these different spokes of the wheel, and, and, and we all are on the outside, and, and we, we are all 
worshiping the same God, we just call him different names. So, you know, the Hindus, they, 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 they're really worshiping the same God, they just call him something different. And, and Buddhists, they're really, uh, you know, worshiping the same God, they just call him something different. And Christians, and, and so, anyway, that's, that's a universalist type of theology. And he closes it with, quote, amen and a woman. <laughs> yes, that's what he said. Amen and a woman. He closed in an apparent tip to render the word fair for both sexes. Now, first of all, even if this was a thing, <laughs> it's not grammatically correct because it's not a man, it's, it's a man. And so if you were gr- grammatically correct, it, <laughs> then it should have been a woman, right? I mean, that's what he should have said. If, anyway. I, I was at a wedding one time, and it was it was definitely more of a progressive type wedding, and 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 the uh, officiant uh, said uh, mother father mother father God, and <laughs> and and you know that that was that was bad enough, but you know now we have uh, a man and a woman, um, but you know really now we don't have to worry about this anymore. The House of Representatives have has made some new rules, and so. Uh, from an article in the, uh, in the Hill, dated the 4th of January, one provision orders the use of gender-neutral language in the House rules, including pronouns and preferences to familiar uh, familial relationships like father, son, mother, or daughter. <laughs> so we're banning those words now from the House of Representatives rules. Oh, man. Uh, like I say, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, considering uh, Representative Emmanuel Cleaver's prayer, though, this means that the House Speaker Pelosi will not be mandating masks, but dating them instead. So we're going to be dating our masks. And and really, some of this, you know, it's not all bad. It, there, there can be some really good things that come from this. Uh, when we go to you know, the restaurant, instead of menu, uh, we're just going to say you, or, you know, even, even better. I mean, we can even just, uh, you know, uh, you know, like this, you know, if, if we need a menu, uh, and, and really even the word menopause, um, I mean, it's, it's really a better description of what's going on here because really menopause isn't really for men. Um, if we want to, uh, you know, change the things that they're changing, then we have to change the word like manipulate. And and really, again, this is not a bad thing because, you know, take it from me, I, I have been, many, many a woman has tried to manipulate me, so why do we just, you know, simply say it mandate so, uh, or uh, manipulate? So, uh, you know, this th- these there's some really good things here. Um, you know, many is not going to be that anymore. It's just e. Uh, shortens our, our language and, and gets through in time. Uh, management or manager is now going to become agement or ager. Now, I'm not sure this one is quite so good because, you know, depending on the age of your boss, uh, I don't know how receptive he's going to be to ager, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how, you know, we'll get used to things. Uh, a manual is not going to be a manual anymore. Uh, and, and that's a good thing because Men don't really use manuals, so, you know, uh, it's, it's probably better that we make them into womanuals or something like that. And, and not to mention, oh, I mean, we can't, uh, I can't, won't mention that one. So let's, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, and the House of, of Representatives 
they're, they're not those that are in there they, they're not going to have mansions anymore uh, and that's a good thing because that way they can be a little more you know down to the people and that type of thing um, but you know um, it, we we are going to see some changes though within the the uh, the Congress uh, for their uh, well mental health well mentors will be provided to discuss her Hispanic history so you know some some really good things are happening and we're seeing some really good changes here um, and it says we uh, in the article we made this change for the sake of inclusion not exclusion representative McGovern said uh, and in that vein and 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 again this is true <laughs> so you know we're I'm not just joking here in in that vein the name of the office of the whistleblower ombudsman will be changed to the office of the whistleblower ombuds <laughs> so you see there's i mean we just have to get used to this it's it's kind of like you know a lot of things in life you know when changes come about we just have to get used to them uh republicans uh decried the change as unnecessary in fact uh quote this is stupid signed a father son and brother representative mccarthy tweeted <laughs> and so following their lead this is where we're gonna we're gonna uh, joking again uh <laughs> we are now to cancel anything that could be considered signifying a gender so uh we know that if you're in a theater that uh, and, and there's something you need a fireman you just yell fire that's that's what we can do now uh, if you need a foreman, you just yell for like this, and you know one's going to come running. Uh, if a business uh, needs a businessman, uh, well, we can't have that, um, and so we we just yell, you know, business. We just have to go out and get get a business. That may, may confuse things a little bit because you're hiring a whole business rather than just one person. But um, and if you call your garbage man garbage, he he can't get mad at you anymore, and so. You know that that's a good thing. Salesman is now converted into sales, and you know one of the worst ones though is that we're completely doing away with the word mailman because obviously we can't have mail or man. So anyway, that there's there's no such thing as mailman whatsoever. And you may have a few that you want to uh, come up with and <laughs> and add to the list if you would like. And uh, I would love to see those. And if you would send those to me. Uh, the direct uh, contact here is by email, and it's fouruncommonsense at gmail.com. That's fouruncommonsense, F-O-R, fouruncommonsense at gmail.com. And thanks for listening and laughing along with me today.